All right, you are recording. What? The Comedy Store would like you to know that the views and opinions expressed on this podcast are strictly those of the speakers or authors and do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinions held by the Comedy Store and its affiliates. This is it, guys. Uh, world famous comedy store podcast. Um, Rick Ingram is late. That's what happens when you have children. Um, do you have kids? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so we are here with the great Steve Byrne, and I'm very excited about this. You could be a relative of mine. Uh, yeah. You're Korean and Irish, right? Korean and I Irish. I like it. Yeah. yeah. My dad fought in Korea. It was. Uh, so either had a lot I could of be crushes. A, I could be a family member or part of the enemy. Tr- uh, true. Yeah. True. Or he, like he he would write my mom and tell him about these girls, yeah. and he, sometimes he would write it in Japanese. Like his friends would write it in Japanese. Really? Yeah, he had a, a friend that he was in the service with that spoke Japanese oddly, and so it, it, my mother was like, "I think it's in Korean," and I'm like, "It's not, <laughs> it's not in Korean." <laughs> Just, that's kind of racist, but I like where you're going it with just that. Says pound and... sign, pound sign, pound <laughs> sign, pound sign. I think this is Chinese. But, uh, yeah, it was, um, yeah, he would, like, have the girls. It was girls that would write it, too. Got it. Things like that. Like, tell them little sayings to write. Right. And so... So then he just knew how to... I I don't know if they did it or he did it. I don't know. My mom still has the letters. They're kind of funny. But, you know, my dad's, you know, he's a hoe. So (laughs) (laughs) we don't know. And they weren't married, you know? Right. Yeah. So he was a hoe when they were married. So (laughs) I can't imagine when they weren't. But he was single over there in a war zone. Yes. And yes. You got to do what you got to do. Went in Rome, yeah. I went guess. Went in Rome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, was it your birthday recently? No, but I like that. Okay. And if it was, I wouldn't boast about it, but yes. I thought I saw something where it was your birthday. So I. Uh, My birthday's was... in August. Okay. Sorry oh. about that. No, it's Happy okay. belated? Belated? Birthday? Yeah, yeah. Why? When's your birthday? Uh, July 21st. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah. August 29th. Me and Michael Jackson. We're very close. Uh, Robin Williams. Oh, right. That was always oh, mine. Wow. So both are famous. See? They're both dead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that one did it uh, on purpose. The other one. Yeah. Is it? No. Could he, be. he overdosed though, right? Michael yeah, Jackson Yeah, because he's like, I really want to sleep hard. So isn't that the same thing? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Yeah. A deep sleep. A uh, deep, deep. But that deep. was always my my claim to fame when it was July twenty first. I was always so happy that Robin Williams, Godfrey. And John Lovitz, I think there's a four comics. We all have July 21st. Wow. Are you a big birthday guy? Like, no, I don't celebrate. Because I just was, my friend uh, celebrated her 50th mm-hmm. and she threw herself a party. That 50, I think that's but okay. She, yeah. That's amazing. Like, yeah. she, I was like, wow, I would never. I mean, if it was my birthday, I, I wouldn't, I don't know. It's just like any other day to me. Yeah. I, I, that's the way I always felt about birthdays, but I think. I think turning 50, that's kind of a milestone. Yeah, you're that's, right. You're that's right. one where you wanna... Do you have a lot of brothers and sisters? I have a younger brother, three years younger, uh, William, served in the military. Oh, very And nice. he was in the army. See, we, uh, we are yeah. related. Yeah. <laughs> and he was uh, hoeing it up over there <laughs> in Korea. You snoring? <laughs> uh, no. Oh, that's awesome. So By the just... way, I came in there. Annie, Annie Letterman is in there. Annie's back it up. there. Where and is she? She just reminded up. me. She's so the best. You, you saw me last night. Okay. I, I hardly hang out at the comic bar. Last night, right. I actually, I, I was like, I'm going to hang out. Uh, we're, I caught, caught up in the spirits. Congratulations on your TV appearance. Oh, thank you. Thank on the you Rangers. so much. So, oh, so you were watching that in the bar. Watching that in the bar, celebrating with everybody. Thank as you. As we were. And it was so fun to like watch everybody there, watching a TV set, applauding. It was a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. How did great. you feel? I didn't see it yet, but I, I I felt great the night we filmed it. Yeah. But you never know what it comes out to. Right. Like, I was just talking to Bill, and he's like, what did you think? And I'm like, I, I didn't see it yet. Yeah. Don't, like, I can't, it's hard to watch yourself. Do you watch yourself? No. God, no, 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 Thank no. God. No. Yeah, I thought I was I crazy. I'm like, uh, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, but congratulations. But they, I had fun, and yeah. I and I felt like I really, because you ever do one, and you're like, oh, that was terrible. Like, oh, yeah. And it's TV, and you're like, Fuck me! Like I can't. Yeah, the very like, first yeah. it was a second. It was a second TV appearance I ever did. I I, I did them kind of. I can't imagine you bombing though. Oh, Jimmy Kimmel Live! <laughs> this is like the second year it's on, and it's when you know it's like a rectangular shaped studio. So they put the comic in the very corner. Yes, and you had to play to the camera. 
and ignore the fact that the rest of the audience is literally all to your right. So I was going up and I, I, I was so green. I had just done my first one. So I kind of like blew my wad on my first right, one on right, Late, late right. Show. And then Jimmy Kimmel had me on. And um, Dave Rath, who was booking at the time, he said, hey, uh, if you're bombing, just keep doing your act. And then they're like, all right, Mr. Byrne, are you? I'm like, why would you say that to me before? I was so, my heart was thumping. That's I go on stage. so not Dave. Like, I, I mean, I guess it is. I did not do well. Um, wow. And then I remember I, I was wrapping up my, I was going to do another sh- sh- joke. And then they gave me the one minute card and I go, ah, oh, forget it. And then I, I was, I, I went into my closer and they thought I said, ah, oh, fuck it. So they, <gasps> they, security met me and they walked me to a trailer and they said, did you say fuck it? And I said, no. I said, forget it. They said, are you sure? I said, I said, forget it. Because I got the card. I was going to do another joke. And then I knew I had to do my closers. That's why I said, forget it. So they brought me in and they kept rewinding. Like me going to the mic stand going, forget it. Forget it. Forget it. And they were they were like, did you say fuck? I'm like, I did not say fuck it. I swear <laughs> to God. What is going? And I was like, I thought I was a guest here. You're like, am I under arrest? Really I don't... uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. And I never went back. They never had me back. And I, I it was one of the worst TV sets I've ever had. Wow. Yeah, it was bad. Oh. But last night. Oh, yeah. So you're partying? I wake in... up. I just found, Annie just reminded me. I fell off the bar. <laughs> No recollection of this whatsoever. I fell off the bar. Brent Morin caught me. Thank God. Then I wake up. Shout out to Brent. And I pull out. Good catch, buddy. I pull out this bar bill. You, what? What just, is it? Here's your. I want to. I want to get your reaction. Look at this bar bill. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Oh wow. Wow. Uh-huh. I woke up and I pull that out of my my wallet and I just like panic because my wife. Yeah, yeah, you're like she's not gonna be happy. Four hundred twenty dollars, fourteen Coors Lights, twelve Jameson shots. Were you buying for the whole VIP bar? Because that sounds like everybody in the VIP bar. Six mezcals. What is a mezcal? I think it's tequila. Nam Juan Repose. I don't know what that is. Bullet Bourbon. Don Julio Repo. Four hundred twenty bucks. This is absolutely (laughs) heartbreaking. That's with a discount, correct? I think so. I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. Jeez. I think it is too. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. There was a lot of Jamesons on there. I didn't do that, but we did go back to the bar. If you remember, you were like, "Let's go do a shot," and I was like, "Okay," because <laughs> you, you know, you were and uh, Punky was with us, and mm-hmm. she was, she had just gotten off stage, so she was a little high from the, you know, yeah. getting off stage kind of thing. She's like, "Let's do a shot. Let's do a shot," and I was like, "All right." And then you were like, "You know what?" I'll do one tomorrow, <laughs> but I'm not going to do it tonight. And I, I just giggled. I was like, because oh, I'm going to do your show, so I'm going to do it. And I was like, yeah, I don't think he should. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, he's fine. He's taking an Uber. I'm like, yeah, then they kidnap him. <laughs> like, he's wasted. You I can't an, black an, an out. organ donor in Mexico. That's how these things happen. Yeah. They're like, this is your address, and they push you out of the <laughs> Get car. Get the fuck out of my car, you moron. But I can't believe yeah, I I was so drunk. I, I to, somebody to not said you know, brought some kings in. Uh, yeah, some of the like, LA kings not came like in. King Henry or you know whatever. Yeah. Not like <laughs> not like, royalty. Not royalty. Like literally the L A kings. The L A kings. Uh, I'm Teddy a big... Purcell, Jeff Carter. Wow, uh, Carter yeah, so used to were... play for the uh, Flyers. For the Flyers. That's right. Yeah. yeah, he was there when there was a nice rivalry. I have his shirt. My Pittsburgh kings. Penguins and your Philadelphia yes. Flyers. Yes, yes. I, I forgot you're a, a big hockey the, fan. The Flyers, yeah. Who but is? I, I appreciate the fan base. I appreciate how passionate you guys are. That's what I mean. They're yeah. so wild. But I think <clears> the Flyers <throat> have kind of lost their edge the last season or two. They're not as um, intimidating I'll, I'll, as they used I'll, to be. Uh, I'll edit that out. Okay. Uh, okay. So, <laughs> just, <laughs> they're not as intimidating. Well, we've edited No, but Rick I think out. you're right. Uh, where the hell is Rick? He did text me. Uh, so, But they did. Um, I think they're getting so sensitive. Yeah. Even in hockey, like, um, what's his name ruined football? Uh, Brady. Yeah. Uh, he says he's minutes away. Brady ruined football. You can't touch anybody. You know, he doesn't sure. want to get tackled. So now it's like ballet in yeah. cleats. It's weird. And so, uh, but hockey too. Like, yeah. well, if I watch with my brother Charlie, he will literally, here's Rick Ingram, Ooh, guys. Oh, yay. Hi. 
Jolly will literally lose his mind yeah. over the flyers. Like it, w- he's in the basement and we'll hear him be like, fuck you, mother. <laughs> but the other, I was home for a while and I watched a couple games with him and um, I mean, he was just complaining. Every t- It's true. Every time a little stick, they're like, hi, sticky. He's like, wait, wait. No, yeah. it wasn't. A lot of bad calls, stuff like that. Are you a hockey guy, Rick? Fuck no. <sighs> okay. He doesn't like Canada. We, yeah, well, um, I yeah. do hate Canada, and uh, Kansas City doesn't have a team, so the the closest team oh, was yeah. St. Louis, and you can't root for any St. That, Louis. Yeah. St. That's... Louis, that's what the story I told on the the thing for the Ringers because they were playing in Philadelphia. Yeah, it was such a bad snowstorm. I was a kid. Right. They said if you can get there, um, the, we'll let you in for mm-hmm. free and um, give you hot dogs and hot chocolate. My mom Pretty had so 10 kids, your life. basically. Yeah. We did. We almost <laughs> For the lost cheapest option. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll give you the worst snacks possible. Yeah. Look, my mom had there. 10 kids. She was fine with it. Wait, I could lose a couple yeah, on the way? True. This is a good idea. <laughs> it's like Oregon Trail. Maybe someone gets tuberculosis. <laughs> so she did. She put us on this like sled. She pulled us. It was four of us out of 10 that got to go. Yeah. But there was like 20 people. In, in the spectrum. That's a big That's deal. Crazy. Yeah. And Bobby Clark, my mom, it, it said he was like this guy from St. Louis. He had him checked against the, and his nose was bleeding. And my brother Billy was just like, oh my God. <laughs> and Bobby Clark like smiled because here's this no like eight teeth. year old kid like, yeah. what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like, crazy. Yeah. We were so little. I just remember, but I, I remember it. I don't know if it's because they keep telling me, but I also remember, I remember seeing my dog in the streets. She was just out and we were we're like, oh, there she is. Yeah. <laughs> and then Roman. my brother Billy fell off of the sled, and I was like, pulling, you, going, you leave him. he's, yeah, he's yeah. between cars. And it's she's not like, that hard to stay on a fucking sled. Yeah. You just sit. <laughs> it is if you're Billy. He gets very distracted. We had, Every family's got a Billy. <laughs> yeah. I think I was Billy in my family. Oh, definitely. Um, we had minor league hockey. We had the, the Kansas City Blades. Okay. And, uh, How were they? They were okay. Some years they were good. Some years they were bad. But I just remember the thing that I liked was if if you had like four years of service time in the NHL, yeah, then you didn't have to wear a helmet. That's right. Yeah. And so there was like there would be like two or three guys on each team that were just out there with no helmet. And then they'd always end up getting in fights because they had to prove to the these pussy minor league dudes <laughs> just how tough they are. Yeah, yeah. So it's just I just remember being like, this is cool. I like that they punch each other in the face and there was no such thing as cte at the time no so it no. did not exist yeah that's yeah. a that's a 2000s thing yeah that's, that's a, something these that's millennials created yeah <laughs> that's something they use in the court of law now for defense <laughs> right aren't they using that for aaron Rodgers? well i think they're going to use a- it for aaron hernandez i mean aaron, aaron hernandez, hernandez. Yeah. you see that doc? i made aaron Rodgers. yeah that, that it was, was an intense documentary. Intense. Yeah, but it's like... What do you think? I'm like, would you stop making it seem like because he was closeted, like yeah. that was why... Because he's... There's lots of guys... Dudes or something yeah, there's lots of dudes go it's like crazy. who are closeted and never murdered someone a mile from their house when they were the only person that this guy knew. Yeah, plus <laughs> uh, his friend from high school said he was very open about his sexuality, which I don't believe that in the NFL, but maybe... How awful was... Uh, his uh, his lover from high school. That's dad. the one I'm talking. Oh. <laughs> Just guy. you mean how amazing? The, you well, said yeah, how that's amazing. What I meant. He was so loud. I muted the TV and I still heard him. I was like, how's that possible? Is that, that going from the neighbor's him? house? Yeah. <laughs> this guy is crazy. You know, uh, it's not like I want my sons to be homosexuals, but at the same time, you know, I want them just to love somebody. The closed like, caption was just all caps. It's like, <laughs> I get it. This dude's intense. <laughs> uh, that, that, the whole documentary was, I'm just watching, and I thought the same thing where I'm just like, I don't, I don't think this is a gay thing. Yeah. If they yeah. focus more on like, look, this dude, uh, he had one person in his life that he feared, his father. When yeah. dad died, no more rules and brain injuries. And then I could be like, all right, that kind and of excuses it. But there's also been a lot, of, a lot of yeah. people with brain injuries who don't murder kill people yeah people that it's like very obvious you're the guy yeah but when he did say hey will you send me some harry potters i was like all right this guy he's a murderer he 100 <laughs> percent guilty as charged <laughs> yeah exactly uh and then the com- other the other conversation that really had me going wow was him talking to his agent and his agent being like yeah nike isn't into it and be like you can get me a deal with smith and weston you're like well, always funny yeah jesus bro you have to know they're recording you right <laughs> How do you not know this? You can't turn it off. He's always on. He's always on. Always on, guys. <laughs> comic, you yeah. know Hernandez. Come on, guys. 
<laughs> so I did, I, So you're a big hockey guy. Yes. That's a big, I love that. Penguins. Are you big from Pittsburgh? Fan. Yeah, from Pittsburgh. Um, uh, yeah, Burr and I got to do a, a show for Mario Lemieux's foundation, and we wow. got to skate with like Mario Lemieux, Paul Coffey, uh, Mark Recchi. Who was on the Flyers yeah. for a little bit too? Uh, so it was just a great experience. I mean, to to be a kid watching, you know, arguably the second greatest hockey player ever, uh, yeah, in the history of Who hockey. Who do you say is first? I mean, I'm just... well, Gretzky. Uh, you could go, okay. uh, but he's Mount the Rushmore. Gretzky, Gordie Howe, uh, Bobby Orr, Mario Lemieux. Mm-hmm. I think those four for sure. Mount I like Rushmore. that. I like yeah. that. Those are four uh, who I've heard of. So that sounds right to me. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. My dad plays fantasy hockey. And I'll be like, no. Yeah, I go. Really? Yeah, I go. It's Eighty-two games. It's crazy. Yeah, I go. How, how do you, how do you pick your it's guys? Like baseball, like, yeah, that's too much. I just spend a couple hours reading like who they think is going to be good this year, and then yeah. I just hope that they're right. Because I'm like, do you even understand how it all works? He's like, not really, but I won last year. I'm like, he won. Okay. That's yeah. that's nice. Yeah. There's a big hockey like industry, mm-hmm. like out here. In it's called the, the like, NHL. Yes. No, I mean <laughs> the National Hockey in League. the. Uh, <laughs> I hate me. <laughs> he got you pretty good there. Thank actually. you. Yeah. Burn, burn me. Hello. What? Damn. Uh, no, but in the industry, like managers, agents mm-hmm. that play, like yes. big a lot of, and so I didn't know that. And um, all the guys from Three Arts, like mm-hmm. big, huge managers, comedy managers and stuff like that, they all do every year a big thing with a lot of hockey players and they play against each other. Oh, nice. And I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. these are little guys, like little Jewish guys, like yeah. just on the eye. And I'm like, no, you're going to get crushed. Well, the, but I think they, when they play, they, they only give charity, 10%. Charity, obviously. Yeah. yeah. They only get 10%. God damn it. Hello. God damn it. Is Burn is on, man. He's on. Is that what I know Aaron Hernandez, guys. No. Well, well, kind of, you know, <laughs> more, of an, more of an Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I can't, uh, I can't even ice skate. I can. I love to ice I, skate. I only no tried once in my life. I skate with me. So bad. It was worse than like, I was the, first of all, I was the loser kid roller skating growing up. Like when they had okay. roller skating night. I was that fucking loser oh, on the wall. You and boy shorts and roller skates. I'd, I'd pay anything to see that. <laughs> I would pay anything. anything. I do appreciate that. Uh, I, mean, I Are tried. They silver shorts? Tell yeah. me they're silver. They're sequin. <laughs> oh, sequin. I flew on a Southwest flight with, uh, what's his name? Richard, the super gay one who looks like an old Pauly Shore. Oh, Simmons. Richard Simmons. Oh, yeah. 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 Looks and like an old Pauly Shore. Yeah, he does. <laughs> so, that's what someone asked him on the airplane. We might get canceled. I was what? loving it. So he was sitting behind someone me. Someone asked him if he was Paul. He was sure. being super loud. He was just, it was so inappropriate. And then someone, this lady, she's probably like 45, goes, excuse me, are you Paulie Shore? And I was oh. like, this is the greatest moment of my life. <laughs> I've never been happier to be a part of anything. And he was like, who? <laughs> the movie guy? No. There is nothing funnier than a bitter old queen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's the fucking it's greatest. Uh, he was he was he was spectacular. Someone he went and used the restroom at some point, and then came out full, just shouting for the plane. Who was in there before me? <laughs> Air freshener. Like, no, he's but he still time. does his classes. I heard right. I, I, I know you like he went he missing for a to. while. Oh, yeah, you did go missing, kidnapped. but I think but, he's back. But you can like I've had friends that go to his exercise class. Yeah, it's, it's like, like at Century City or something, yeah, something like yeah. that. And they said so, it's Beverly fucking Hills. awesome. Yeah. they said it's really fun. I believe it. He he was very intense, but it was uh, it was quite the experience. <laughs> I mean, he sat directly behind me, so it was like the whole time. What are you doing? Like, to you? Yeah, I'm, like, I'm sitting here. Did you tell him you <laughs> opened for Pauly Shore a couple times? No, I, I was terrified to engage. He was engaging everyone so much. Do you think this guy's hot? He's looking in a magazine, <laughs> asking like all the middle aged women around. They're like, I don't know. I think he's gorgeous. <laughs> it's a sin. Yeah, it was. It was fantastic. On his Southwest flight, he was like going to speak at some children's hospital or something in Kansas City. Oh, okay. That was that was his calling. Did you but go see it? I absolutely missed it somehow. <laughs> I think I got the cliff notes on the plane. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Wait, so did you start stand-up in Pittsburgh? or No, New York out- City. Oh, New York City. Yeah, started in 97. I, I was uh, sweeping floors and, you know... Answering phones at, at Caroline's, never intending to be stand up. I just it was just a shit job I got out of the gates to just get by out of college. And then where were you going to school? 
I went to Kent State, Ohio, uh, home of a, a great, the comedic genius known as John Caparillo. Yep. Yes. I'm sure you guys have heard of him. I've heard that. Um, I know it well. But, uh, but I, I, I studied at Kent, and then I went to New York City to kind of crash my folks' couch for a little bit and just experience New York before I got on with my life. And worked at Caroline's, and after like four months, I was watching. They had this new talent showcase this guy, Andy Engel, used to run on Wednesday nights. And I was just like, man, that looks like fucking fun. I, I would love to try that. Really? Yeah. And then four months later, I tried it up at Stand Up New York, and it just went off. Just it was a great set. And the next probably fifteen or twenty were fucking awful. Oh yeah, and I was always trying luck, to and then... get back to that. Yeah. I was like, how? What did I do Let that me first get that time? High again. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, and you just hitting the arm and the side. Always, always. Yeah. But it was, it was like to be in New York City, especially at that time. It was, I was doing. You know, once I got in the rotation, I was doing like seven, eight sets a night. That's Monday how it through is, yeah. Sunday, just it was like it was like a it was like a girl I was obsessed with. I just couldn't stop thinking about stand up. I just loved it so much. Who was who were some of the other comics you were working with? Uh, well, once I passed at the cellar, the cellar was the first club I passed at, which yeah. is crazy. It's the toughest one, as you know. So tough. And it was so funny. I was just talking to somebody about this about comics like these days. I, I think we all still bust each other's chops and you know oh, yeah. shit on each other and you've been doing it the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm I kidding. remember the first time I, I was at the comedy cellar. I just passed. It was a Tuesday. It was like twelve people in the audience, right? And I'm new and I'm fresh. And then all these I'm on stage. And then Patrice O'Neill, like Colin Quinn, Jim oh. Norton, Rich Voss, Greg Giraldo, Keith Robinson, they all walk in. And they sit in the front row of the comedy cellar, and they just fold their arms and stare at me. Oh, my God. And I'm God. doing my act. I'm like, oh, fuck. Oh, God. And you just... know who they are. Of course. But I... are you friends at this point? No, God, just... not friends at all. Just just past, like, <laughs> nervous as shit to talk to them. And See, now that never happened here. In the front, <laughs> just doing just doing this to me the yeah. whole time. Not... Yeah. So I get the light. I'm doing my closing bit. And as I'm doing the closing <laughs> bit, Patrice looks at them and goes... They all get up and walk out on me as I'm doing my closing bit. And it, it's like somebody's plinking my vertebrae out of my back. I'm just like starting to, you yeah, know, yeah. I'm bombing, bombing on stage, fucking miserably. And then I walk up to the uh, comedy cellar table after I do it and I open the door and I it just get, <laughs> Damn. just get the slow clap. And I'm like, okay, I guess I'm part of the club now, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that was... Uh, that was a nice little, you know, welcome to welcome the comedy home. cellar moment. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> awful. I mean, Patrice of all people. I mean, oh, yeah, that's brutal. brutal. Fucking brutal. But so talented. But Keith, too. Keith is pretty Keith. bad. Pete, Keith will get in your face. He's, yeah. That's a Philly kid. Yeah. Keith Robinson, he's so funny. And then one of the him. fucking best. Yeah. And the 12 people in the audience are probably like, hey, why aren't, why aren't those guys on stage? <laughs> why, is, why, why can't we see the Dang. front row? This yeah. isn't fair. Uh, Dude, it was fucking. What another time? I'll, I'll never forget this. Uh, Godfrey used to host all the time, and much like here at the store, you guys have seen nights like this. But it, it was it was fucking crazy. It was like again, like a Monday night. People pay ten bucks to go there, and Godfrey's hosting. And it was one of those nights where so many comics kept coming in that the other comics were just like, "I'm fucking out." And right. they just left. And I was I was like, I'm like waiting. Bumped. Yeah. Got I'm gonna it. do my set. Yeah. I don't give a shit. So Godfrey goes up, he's like, ladies and gentlemen, you're not gonna leave. We got a special guest. Ray Romano, everybody. Ray Romano comes up and is back when the show was still on the air. Yeah. Oh jeez. So yeah, yeah. Everyone was Ray loving him. Yeah. Kills, does great, fifteen. Godfrey goes back up. Ladies and gentlemen, you're never gonna believe us. Dave Chappelle, everybody. Yeah. Chappelle goes up, kills. Guys, you're not gonna fucking believe this. <laughs> Chris Rock, ladies and gentlemen, the place is fucking going mental, okay? Yeah. Chris Rock, he goes, guys, you're not going to believe this. I'm not making... Robin Williams, ladies and gentlemen. Robin Williams comes in. I mean, they're fucking... Lo- they paid 10 bucks. Yeah. They're going yeah. fucking mental. Ape shit. This is the 90s. Yeah. Um, so, yes, late 90s, early 2000s. And um, he goes, guys, I can't believe this night. You're never going to believe this. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen... Eddie Murphy. No, They're going fucking no, mental. It? He goes, I'm fucking around. Steve Byrne. I go up and just eat a plate of dicks for 15 minutes. A plate of fucking awful. awful. Yeah. But, they uh, don't taste you know. good like that on a plate. <laughs> it's different. I've heard that. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't get as saucy. Uh, but, the, oh my God. Yeah, that's brutal. That's... Have you guys had? Of I, course. I had to go up here one night. I, 
uh, this was before he was scorned from society forever, <laughs> but Louis C.K. went up, and then he brought up Chris Rock. And I know he brought up Chappelle. Yeah. And then Chappelle's like, I- is it Rock? And the crowd's oh, all like, wow. yeah. And then they're like, uh, no, it's going to be Rick Ingram. <laughs> I'm like, uh. Good to be home. Yeah. So I, I went up. What's his name? I love that. I they love literally that. just looking at me like, what the fuck is this guy on stage? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and Chris Rock then walks through the room and everyone's just like, oh, he is here. He is. Dude, Should I, I just fucking, bring him up? Or? I bombed. One of the worst bombs I've ever had at the comedy store I'll never forget. It was so bad. It was just one of those nights in the OR. Nothing's working. Just flatlining. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I couldn't generate. I'm doing crowd work. I'm doing material. I'm doing, I'm fucking acing the holes, all of it. Yeah. <laughs> Bombing. And I come off stage and then Moz goes, do you know who was in the back of the room watching? I'm like, no. He's like, Eddie Murphy. I go, fuck no. And as he's telling me, Eddie Murphy walks right by both of us. And it was one of the most depressing, disheartening moments I've had here. Yeah. Just so fucking sad. Let's talk about some nice stuff, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I fell off the bar last night, too. I oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We that, missed so. that. Rick missed that. I fell off the bar. He did fall off the bar in the I was VIP drunk bar. Last night and I fell Brett off the Moore caught him. Yeah. Oh, good that's hands, not bad. Bobby. Thank fucking God. Right? If you're, if you're going to have someone catch you, you want it to be Brent. Yeah. So, wait. So, you were in New York for how long until you came to LA? Uh, I was in New York for seven years, and it was at the point where. Usually, like those New York comics, like when you you peak, you, like you're doing all the clubs, you're doing all the sets, but that's it. Maybe you do Letterman. Maybe you do, you know, right. now it would be Colbert. But nobody's like doing TV shows. or Like here, there's generating, oh, yeah. everybody's working on a pilot or something. So I was just like, I'm just not going to be a lifer in these New York clubs. I, wanna, I want right. it all. So then I moved to L.A. And once I moved to L.A., I started headlining uh, and, and traveling More, the country yeah. and- and the store was difficult because I, you know, I, I had to show up and show my face. And well, it took you got like to be part of the club, okay? Yeah, with Tommy. Tom? Oh. Yeah, so it took a year and a half, but then I finally, what I finally got in. What did he say to him? Rick? The building likes you now, Steve, okay? <laughs> it does? You're part of it, all right? How do you know that? It'll work you in, okay? <laughs> well, I was talking with Ahmed, okay? Mitzi thinks he's gorgeous. <laughs> Does she think he's funny? Well, (laughs) Mitzi has a thing, okay? And she just, you know, uh, I was speaking with her actually just yesterday. (laughs) But Mitzi hasn't spoken to anyone in like a year. Well, we communicate differently, okay? (laughs) She talks to me through the bubbles when she falls under the water in the bath. Tommy, are you trying to drown her? Well, (laughs) Tommy, do you miss (laughs) T-Birds? Here's the thing, okay? Black guys saw my white hair and they thought I was the man. Really? It was one of the strangest things he would tell me all the time. Well, the black guys at T-Birds would see my white hair and they'd think I was the man. By the way, he never said black guys. No. no. True. (laughs) He said something. I'm not trying to get canceled, but yeah. (laughs) You're absolutely accurate. Yes, definitely. Uh, Yeah, he was so funny with the T-Birds. Like, sometimes I'd come in, he'd always have some bizarro. He's like, well, tonight you're going to get up early because of your vagina. I'm like, I don't, that's inappropriate. Why would you say that? That's the worst thing. Go back to the N-bombs. He had the haircut every kid has in third, second or third grade when you don't exactly get a haircut yet. But it was like... (sighs) It was like in the feathery. middle. It was just fe- it was just dropped down. It was like I, I always called it that haircut. Yeah, I called it the thinning spinal tap. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like Christopher Guest from Spinal Tap, but it was just it wasn't all quite there. Yeah, yeah. I, you throw a wig on Taylor Williamson, and we could <laughs> we could shoot a Tommy been, biopic right now. That. We've been telling him that he's like that is so and you know he's so funny. sweet. He's like yeah. I, I, I guess yeah. Uh, that I don't want. I, yeah, I, I kind of miss Tommy. He he's so nice like, to me. Like, because <laughs> he was, was he? He was very nice to you. Tommy? He was always nice to me. But I, yeah. you, you know, even you hear these stories and Korean half. Even though, good. even okay. though I was, because he liked the other half. Yeah, he likes the Irish. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we never had problems with Asians at T-Birds. I didn't know that. Well, Tommy. How do you do it with dice? With I see what you posting, and it just like I don't how know what you mean. <laughs> you are a saint. Oh yeah, well he's a nightmare, but yeah, I mean he's I, so fucking funny. But he's <laughs> he's got to be crazy to work with, like you do all the time. Right? He's completely insane, yeah. but for some reason we get along in an odd. With Ran is easy. Say the other day, it's the most dysfunctional. 
yeah. functional relationship I've yeah. ever seen. Like, it's so bad, but, I mean, because he's, he's like that. He's just a mess. Rick knows he opened for him, too. Like, yeah. going on the it's road. Yeah. Or, yeah, like, he was asking for Rick's number today, and mm-hmm. I was nervous. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. Let don't me text Rick. Yeah, yeah <laughs> don't do this She's all. like, can I give Andrew your number? I'm like, well, yeah. And then after I say yeah, me like, wait, what? why does he want my number? <laughs> <laughs> because, like, we all, like, we, he was here all the time. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, this was his safe place if you will yeah so like when he was going through also a divorce that you know Bring about that garbage. <laughs> what the fuck this is dice right never... great dumpsters here yeah. at the store <laughs> i can't believe you know about the garbage dumps yeah. but this wasn't the only place yeah you know you just like dumping garbage yeah we'd like, be in the valley he's like we gotta do a move i'm like what and then i was he... like why is he why is he handling my merch <laughs> <laughs> Put it in the dumpster. Put it in the garbage. He would like keep the car running and then throw the, you know, throw the garbage, and we'd all jump in the car like we did something so illegal. I'm like, there's just garbage in there, right? There's not like babies or tra- like there's not bodies that we don't yeah. know about. Yeah, because the way he would make us all do it. Dexter we like, Dice Clay. <laughs> Dude, Billy Gardell, you guys know Billy, right? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Him and Andrew are really close. He used to He's open for sweetest. him, and the greatest, and he told me a story about Dice that I always thought was so goddamn funny. He got Billy upgraded to first class with him. Okay. So they're both sitting in first class, and they, they get sat, and then they start seating everybody in coach. By the way, he does that because he doesn't want anybody sitting next to him. Oh, okay. So yeah. it's not- Yeah, it's, it's not, not nice for anyone's guy. benefit other than yeah. his, but- yeah. But I guess as people are walking, maybe he's done this when you guys, but uh, as people are walking on, he's literally looking at them going, last class, duh, duh, back. And Gardell's like, oh, fuck. (laughs) And he's just got to sit there and like pretend he doesn't know him because he feels so bad. You don't want to be part of the fucking. (laughs) the last class to the back. (laughs) If if there's not like an upgrade or we'll do JetBlue a lot, like and they have that single seat. So I'll come by, and if there's like nothing, like usually he will get me upgraded, but yeah. if there's not, there's not. So I'll walk by, and he'll be like, "Are you coming on the plane yet?" And I'll, I'll be like, "Yeah, I'm in line. You know, should be like the next couple people." Sure. And so of course he sits up because he knows I'm coming, and he's like, "Don't talk to me. You're in the back <laughs> with the peasants in last class." Like, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" Like you never know what. Are people laughing or are they just like... No, they always get annoyed because it's always like early in the morning. So they're just like, what is he yelling? Or he'll be like, can you get the... My phone won't go to ujiz.com. <laughs> and people are just like, what? Like, yeah. And then he's like, and I got to get this blanket to cover so I can get one out. Oh, and I'm like, okay. oh my God. <laughs> but it's it's all for a show. For like the, yeah, he is always... Just, he's positive that his life is an actual sitcom yeah. at all times. He has and sometimes to, he's filming himself, but even when he's not, in his mind, someone's probably filming him, filming yeah. him from somewhere. Yeah, with the other one, with the uh, with we do this thing where we argue. Obviously, yeah. they, they call it, some people call it public theater, and we just literally <laughs> break out into this argument. And so we were arguing at an airport. Was it Jersey or San Fran? Where were we with the right boys? That one. It was. Uh, it was. <clears throat> Uh, New Brunswick. It was Jersey. All right. Yeah, we flew from Miami to Jersey, <laughs> and you did a gig in New Brunswick. And uh, a stress we, factory. Yeah, probably. we, we yeah. were gonna. We were in New York for like a week and a half. He did, it was when there was oh, a laugh yeah. factory in New York. Yeah. That's when me and Rick would tag out and be like, "Look, we gotta get away from him." Yeah, <laughs> I was dating him at the time. wasn't doing stand up. Yeah, because he's my second ex fiance. Oh, I'm not a closer. Yeah, <laughs> it's not my thing. Uh, but I keep him around. He, <laughs> I think he, he dodged a bullet. Yeah. <laughs> He got excited. Thanks, mom. <laughs> he saw um, he saw two very stereotypical looking lesbian women. Yeah, and immediately starts nudging Eleanor. Yeah, and, like let's do this, and I'm like, oh. And she's she immediately is ready for the part. Right, I'm an actress. I need yeah. to work. And he's like, Are you gonna go get the bags, dummy? <laughs> <laughs> and she plays the part of of just the idiot. Yeah. She's like, I'll go get them. You know, what, what, what do they look like? You don't remember our bags? <laughs> oh, my God. Just 
and these two ladies are just Fury. fuming. Yeah, Fucking just livid. like getting yeah. so mad that Fucking this Fury. animal is treating this poor woman this way. Jesus. And she's playing the part perfectly, and I'm just kind of standing back. And I'm like, man, these two ladies might We're gonna actually arrested. murder someone. Yeah. And uh, so she... But is that our bag? He's like, that's not a bag. <laughs> He's getting all mad. And one of them says something kind of under their breath. Or just, this guy's a pig or disgusting. And then he just points out. He goes, chicks. <laughs> you dudes know what I'm talking about. You dudes know what I'm talking about. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm getting the bag. She's like, you are a disgusting man. <laughs> what? What? What did I? <laughs> and they storm off. And he's just like, Ugh. <laughs> so happy to just get the exact response he knew he was going to yeah. get from anything horse. to annoy people. I'm just in the, yeah. this is so great. I mean, the other day he did one. We were at the at a gym in Hollywood, and like right on Hollywood Boulevard, or something. They were there was a shooting, and we didn't know. And he's like, "Oh, there's a news van. They're going to want to talk to me." I'm like, "For what? Why would they?" And so we, we understand Dice might be there. Go just you know what, set up a camera crew in yeah. case Dice shows up. And so we were walking, and of course they ignore him, and it was hysterical. But then we get closer, and I'm like, the guy's reading. He's like, "There's, uh, there was a shooting. Um, one of the suspects is in custody. Two of them are still at large, and they're just the guy's like on camera. And then the cameraman goes, Dice, like while the guy's reading, yeah. there's two people running around with a gun, and he's like." Could we get a selfie? And the fucking cameraman took a selfie with him. And I was oh, like, Jesus oh Christ, my God. while they're doing the news. Yeah. And he posted it. And I go, that guy's going to get fired. Oh, my God. <laughs> the, those things are always, I remember, it was probably like 10 years ago. But you guys remember when there was some crazy guy drove his car down the boardwalk in Venice? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, like the farmer's market. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and so he hit a couple people or something. I can't remember what the deal was. But no one cares. Afterwards, they're interviewing locals and, uh, just pops up Barry Diamond local, <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, is that Barry Diamond? And he's like, I guess the the guy just got in his car and ran some people over. It was like, the it was really talk- Barry Diamond. It was really Barry Diamond. Wow. Do you know That's who so that is? Stark oh, okay, white I get hair. Nervous. I don't know. It, it was. I, I hadn't seen him in a couple of years. It was very bizarre. Same with his white hair. Yeah. But I'm just fine. They don't even, it doesn't say comedian or anything. It's just Barry Diamond, yeah. local <laughs> resident. He, yeah. It's in his reel now, yeah. so like, that's awesome. That's the most TV work I've had in a while. <laughs> okay, it goes from bachelor, bachelor yeah. party to that. <laughs> a little bit of a break in between the two. <laughs> I'm taking a breather, yeah. Channel 5, uh, as local, I was listed. Uh, um, he was he was always in the main room when I... Yeah, I was going to ask, like, when you yeah. came here, where they was... And I love Barry. I was in his act. Like he did a thing, he'd be like, uh, and he did it even on the road. Like mm-hmm. if a waitress came by, he'd be like, Eleanor, that's my wife, Eleanor, 14 years old, God bless her. <laughs> Got the body of a 17 year old, right? That was how it started. Yeah. That was when I was waiting tables, not doing comedy. Right. Then um, a few years goes by, you know, just uh, I was here a long time waiting tables and I'm putting drinks out and berries on and he's like, Eleanor, that's my wife, Eleanor. 17 years old got the body of a 19 year old and I'm like oh my god I aged in Barry's fucking <laughs> act. act I have to get out of here you aged quicker than his act yeah yeah which is <laughs> I was odd. like oh my god I didn't think he changed jokes but he did <laughs> that was the most writing me. he's done in a while yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like oh my it's god a how- classic Argus Hamilton move I was like I gotta get out of here if I'm old in Barry's act now like yeah. I, I, I pedophilia funny this not no I, I always wondered like what because i forget who because tommy always had those guys around yeah but then once the new regime came in i mean well, he, they got axed and well, i he, always wondered what the old timers thought because argus is the one that slipped through the cracks he's yeah he's the he's the one i remember because <clears throat> mitzi was still around when new regime started so yeah couldn't yeah. get rid of argus although he definitely gets less spots than he used to yeah um which is really uncomfortable but For like, me, it, if yeah. I'm used to this bizarro place to run a certain way. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know, like, you'll see sometimes on social media, they'll post a lineup or something, and then mm-hmm. you'll get three or four of the old-timers commenting, right, too bad we're not allowed to come to the club anymore. <laughs> They're just not- like, you haven't written a new joke in <laughs> 35 years. Like, comedy is hot right now. They're not going to put up the 65-year-old guy with references from... 83 yeah, yeah. Are, are, are there any though that that 
like are deserving or Schubert Schubert still Schubert kills it. I love it. Schubert. But Schubert's been here since I've known Schubert since 93. Yeah. From here. So I love him. He he's terrific. Yeah. Um Ar- Argus is still funny and it's not to say those guys aren't funny. Sure. It was just it was a it was a huge change happening. Like mm-hmm. when you came here you were coming up with like Sebastian Right, yep. uh, Br- Brett Ernst. Ernst. I'm trying to think of uh, Ahmedamed. Yeah, like all oh, those were the young hip comics <laughs> at that point. Yeah, right. Like you guys were the new Renazizi. Renazizi. Yeah. yeah. And Mike Young when he was only in his fifties. Right. <laughs> a very God young damn, Mike is Young. Is he timeless or what? He's a Benjamin He's Button. That guy. Yes, yeah. that piece of shit. Always with tequila Who the and a fuck twenty-year-old. Is Mike Young. <laughs> anyway, I love his. I love his hats. Yeah. Who the fuck is Mike Young? I remember uh, this girl. I met this girl here years ago, and um, she was like, "Yeah, we should hang out sometime." I'm like, "All right." And then she, I think she texted me or called me or something. Was like, "Yeah, we should hang out this weekend." I'm like, "All right." She's like, "Yeah, see if Mike Young can." I'm like, yeah, all right, have a good life. <laughs> nice That'll do it. You. Yeah, uh, you just you think I'm like his date manager or something? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Mike wouldn't give me his number, but just go see if that door guy will <laughs> middleman for this. Oh, you want Mike to fuck you? Okay, I'll let him know. <laughs> but it, I mean, that's that's really hard for a club to make that decision. And a lot of times, I would get mad at Tommy because um, he he wasn't he wasn't kind to them. When they were still coming in, yeah, and Mitzi was her health was declining, and he was taking over the lineup. Sure, so he was helping weed it out. Yeah, more than she would. Mm-hmm. Like he was telling her, uh, you know, well, they don't fit into what we're doing here, and I'm like, comedy? Like you can't yeah. say it that well, way. Tommy's thing was he wanted. He wanted to feel like he had power over anyone on his lineup. Sure, and he yeah. wanted so, to say he developed. Them. Yeah, he developed them. Yeah. I mean. He's he's on an island in Honduras, talking about how he developed. This is not a lie. This is this is based in reality. Like three weeks Wait, ago, he's in Honduras. He's in Honduras. Uh, my buddy's ex girlfriend is there with her new husband, and they walked into a small restaurant, and Tommy Morris <laughs> is playing guitar in the corner of the restaurant, <laughs> and discussing in between songs uh, people he real? discovered at the comedy store uh, to a, a, a restaurant that has maybe 12 people in it eight of them do not speak english four of them are just tourists like what the fuck is he talking about i discovered crystalia <laughs> I, I talked to tony hinchcliffe on the phone <laughs> and she's sitting there she was trying to like she's, i know who that guy is couldn't figure it out, and then he started talking about the comedy store. And she's like, "Oh my god, that's, that's so funny! Know. That is crazy! Yeah, that's yeah, what he's, he's doing now, huh? So that's what he's doing. To see him, he's cover, covering Hunger Strike, <laughs> yeah, by <laughs> Temple of the Dog, <laughs> and discussing. Uh, I'm going over. I would love to see that. It's it's pretty intense. I mean, we have a little clip, but it's because she filmed a oh, little bit of did? it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Wow. It's uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> With a pan through the restaurant, show that there's legitimately no one there other than her and her fiance who's just kind of looking like what the fuck is going on <laughs> did you ever see um ari shafir did this thing he wrote a uh, i think it was in college he wrote a script called shooter, shooter. yeah okay and it was pretty bad yeah like horrendously bad yeah, i believe he filmed it right didn't he film well he sent it around to people read yeah. this what do you think and they were like no it's this is terrible. Yeah. So he decided to have a a, a reading, a table yeah. reading of it. And like David Tell was in it. Like David Tell would literally take break, smoke breaks. That's how bad. Like, yeah. he's, and then he like his character, they'd be like, you're up. You know, your character's coming back in. Yeah. And he'd come in as a different guy because it was so bad. Oh, God. So, But the reading was really funny. Yeah. And Tommy wrote a Whitney script. And we want Wait. to find it. Like a spec script. Oh, yeah. wow. And we want to have it read. Oh, yes, please. Give but me a fork and knife. <laughs> hungy. I'm hungry. I, I would do anything to see that, please. Yeah, we want to do that. Like, have them read it out. Like, with Chris and Whitney, by well, the I'll way. T- it's funny, because this reminds me of one of the worst <laughs> things. But Rick can't find things. it. It's all Rick's fault. Yeah, he sent it to fault. Rick. He sent it to you? Yeah, yeah, I had it Did he give it to Whitney at all? I think so. Probably. Oh, she's, she's got to have it then. Maybe. Somewhere in. I don't know if she would be behind. She's not as. She had a lot of are. success since then, so <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure, sure that the Tommy yeah. script made it in she, the moves from the mansion to mansion. Probably deleted it the minute she got it. <laughs> yeah. Not knowing oh, the goal. She's not reading. Oh yes, yeah. like because she's not 
malicious like that. Like no, we no, would no. be like, of the hey, let's, yeah. Yeah. let's hurt someone. I, yes, I was given a hard copy. Otherwise, I would have just emailed <laughs> that shit to everybody. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Immediately, like, everyone needs to have this for safekeeping. Yeah. But, yeah. Put this in your do not burn file. Like, yeah. I, I remember, I do you know Robert Kelly? Yeah, of course. Comic? So this is uh, early 2000s. You know, technology, now we have everything on our phone, right? But I didn't, I, I was going to put together an SNL audition, three three characters, three uh, I- imitations or whatever. And so I asked Bobby, who's always tech savvy, could I borrow your camera? Yeah. He said, of course. So I, I hit record. I just let it record the whole time, and I'm in and out talking to myself, doing this thing, and I'm like, I'll just chop it and edit it together. So I edited a, a thing. I sent it off. I give Bobby Kelly back his camera. <clears throat> I go, hey, I bought some DV tapes, and I kept the one in, so just tape over it. I gave it to him. No. That's <laughs> never happening. Not with Bobby it was, um, I think it was. I think it was uh, – Rich Voss was having a roast at the Boston <laughs> at the Boston Comedy Club in New York City. Okay, Bobby a new Kelly, one or an old one? Because he just had one, an old one. This okay, is this years is a long ago. time ago. And Bobby took the audition tape, okay, yes. and he put I'm together listening. the worst parts <laughs> of my audition tape. He's he gets up during the roast. Every comic is there. Every comic in New York yeah, City is at the, the thing. Boston. I'm That's hosting, a big deal. Yeah, I'm hosting at the cellar, so I wasn't there. Bobby wheels out a TV like like an eighth grade when you got to watch a movie. I'll bite his with the VCR. Puts in the thing, and he's like, he's like, this is what I want to do tonight. I want to show you Steve Burns SNL audition. Uh, I put this together for everybody tonight, and literally within a minute, Colin Quinn's going, Bobby, Bobby, please. Take it, turn it off, turn it off, turn it. This is this is awful. This is so bad. And he's like, no, no, no. It's it's gonna be great. It's gonna be. No one's laughing because everybody's like, this is so. It's this bad. Is more sad it's than uncom- funny. Exactly. All those things. It was so bad. Bill Burr <laughs> said to this day, it's the meanest thing he's ever seen. <laughs> and you think about that. Bill's seen some crazy. He said it's the meanest thing. And. I remember afterwards, everybody was coming to the cellar to kind <laughs> of At that like point, the, were Bill and Bobby living together? No, no, no. It was after that. Because they were roommates. Yeah. No one would even look at me because they were so uncomfortable. <laughs> no one would fucking look at me. And to this day, I, I just- Yeah, there it is. Uh, that's Bobby Kelly. That's that's yeah. him in a nutshell. Uh, that should be nutshell, his yeah. like- if, is, that the, is that the retarded guy? I am. The <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's, that's Steve. We all did the Impractical Jokers. A cruise. Yeah, Bobby was on that. That's right. That's oh right. my yeah, god, yeah. we had so much fun. That was a fun one. He's he is out of his mind. See, the, I think nuts. the New York crew, cruise. Those guys are a little harsher. Like we're pretty harsh to one another, but not like that. No, not, that's bad. They were they were pretty. Like I've listened to stories. I've heard stories, and you know, like Patrice O'Neill telling all these crazy stories. Colin Quinn, all that. Yeah. They were like vicious, vicious. There were times where you, you so the original. I think Joe's, I like that better. Is that bad? Well, Maybe the, I'm a part of it that makes it super mean is that you weren't even there, so there was just no oh, reason yeah. for That's it. That's true. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. just like he was just like fuck it. Like let's if just, you were the one being burns. roasted, yeah, yeah, for sure. That makes sense. Yeah, but there was a time where unless they were trying to say you were Voss, but go ahead. Well, Joe's Pizza was across the street from the cellar. Yeah, and you'd you'd come in with like two slices of pizza. And you'd literally go to do that, and they just smack it right out of your hand. Damn it! All the time. That's so hot. There was a hot. period of time That's where it's so, so hot. <laughs> so literally, it's every guy I dated. There was one time I I remember I, I used to uh, roller. I, I wasn't rollerblading, but I was playing hockey. Okay? I like the, in, in I Central like Park. It, I, so I don't know. Yeah, I'm right. Of I was just rollerblading. Like hi. <laughs> so I was I was playing hockey with and I was Rick Shorts. I was uh-huh. <laughs> with Rick Shorts <laughs> and I was I was skating down the street and I lived in Hell's Kitchen where Bobby and uh, Norton lived at the time. Okay. And they walk out of a Starbucks with two fresh coffees and they see me and they both start fucking oh, laughing. Know. Absolutely I laughing. I my stick got broke so I didn't have my stick. So I'm <laughs> just in rollerblades, okay? Yeah. So I'm rollerblading and they see me and they're fucking howling. <laughs> And I skate, I start to slow down and I skate right between them and I fucking smack their coffees out of their hand. And I kept so going. proud of you. And Bobby laughed so fucking hard. <laughs> and it made me so happy. This one time I remember Bobby, he's so mean, but I love him too. He Because they can dish it, but they take it too. Sometimes they can't take but they can, yeah. Bobby, Bobby can take it. Yeah. They all can take it, yeah. Bobby got out of a New York City cab one time and he got he his change was five dollars and nickels. 
and he was so fucking furious. He had he had a cup of five dollars of nickels. That's weird. And I smacked it out of his hand and he just sat there and he fucking started laughing so hard and I was watching him pick up all the nickels we're all watching <laughs> oh, he's not gonna so leave fucking him there. funny and then this is what made him pe- he's like I have 490 now I have four oh, where's the, the two other fuck- I had five yeah. now I have 490 you motherfucker it was, it was just one of those re- re- redemptive satisfying <laughs> moments like fuck you Bobby yeah the, so this you- is for that SNL yeah yeah masterpiece piece of shit how dare you? I say keep the thing so you don't have to buy one. You could tape over it and you yeah. take my life and, and put it out oh there, you piece of and shit. And I, I guarantee you still got the tape somewhere. No, no him. Yeah. so malicious. When you came here, were people mean to you? No, no, no. I think that was You were like, already established. I was established, but also like, you know, it was like a great young crew. It was like everybody Not, was- yeah. It was so fun. And like we used to go to the Grove- all the time and nobody was working and everybody was single and so we used to go to the Grove and play uh, Home Run Derby. We used to, there was a That's park, amazing. a baseball park next to the Grove. We'd play Home Run Derby and we'd time it out perfectly so that at three o'clock we'd get our shit, walk over to Wood Ranch and you'd walk through the Grove and that's when all the, the Price is Right was let out. Yeah. So you see these girls with the big yellow tag in Oklahoma State or Ohio University and you just see these girls. You're like, "Hey, you guys are from Ohio. We're we're at the comedy store tonight. Why don't you guys come down tonight?" And we put hysterical. these girls on a list. And for a summer, was the fucking greatest because all these girls would come in from out of town. Yeah, didn't know anything. Come to the comedy store, and it was just get a, get a slice of Mike Young and get head a back slice to of Mike o- Young, yeah, Oklahoma exactly, yeah. Hollywood nights. Yeah, yeah. I Angry know you Brett guys Ernst. played home run derby. That's like my favorite game. Fucking best. It was the best. And everybody, Sebastian would come dressed to the nines. I was going to yeah. say, there's no way he played. All Adidas. Did he play? He yeah. played, could never hit the ball out of the infield, but he looked like he knew what he was doing. And Brett Ernst- He was just there to bronze up. That's my favorite. Yeah. That's what he would Ernst say. Ernst would hit it and like scream at it like, yeah, get the fuck out of here. Fuck you. Fuck you, ball. We're like, dude. So Mike Young was always like, Brett has great shoulders and a bad childhood. <laughs> that was his line about him. That was loved. Mike Young's a hell of an athlete. Mike Young's a great athlete. Yeah. Uh, he Kreischer. was a boxer for you. Wait, hold on. What? I'm telling you right now. Burt Kreischer that would Mickey destroy the fucking ball. Wow. He's the, and Red Babe is easy Ruth played. More. Ren is easy, could Ren moonshot easy it. Could do it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mike Young could moonshot it. I could hit it out of the park, but no one came close to what Kreischer did. Put, wow. that, put that weight into it. Steve Balboni athleticism. Style. I've gone golf with Kreischer, and he fucking bombs it. He's he's a great what? athlete. Yeah, I love that. I love that. He told the, that story. He told about his daughter because you know today they when they teach you um, softball that they don't hit the ball to you. Mm-hmm. You know, they, it's an imaginary ball, and so he would throw it. You know, the coach would be like, "Oh, it came to you. Catch it. Throw it in." And she, I guess, she was playing center field, and he threw it coming out to you, yeah. and she just. Watched it go over, and she goes, "That one got away from me." <laughs> I'm confused. Why don't they? They don't actually hit them balls anymore. I guess that I don't know. It's, That's what it's, it's gotten so to. Sensitive it's or so sensitive, or so you don't want to make a kid look bad. Or I, I can't imagine. I I met a guy who's wow. going in the service. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm excited about boot camp, but I'm a little upset that you know, you know, they're not allowed to yell at you anymore." What? They're not allowed to like you know how they would the drill sergeant would be like. Yeah. None of that. No, like, this is a more sensitive. No hitting, nothing. That's nothing. Generation Z. We're going to have an yeah. army of. Why would you do that? <laughs> They're <laughs> shooting at us. Like that. The way you're shooting at us feels like my safe space is being invaded, <laughs> literally. This is uncomfortable. You guys Fucking are hurting unreal. my feelings. Yeah, we're fucked. We're fucked. So, in case anybody wants to. But that shit can't happen with over. the SEALs or like Green Beret. I- I'm no. sure that, that that's still it has unscathed. To be, like, even in, right? the, even in the, what you're talking about with like the comics razzing, like that yeah. needs, that hazing yeah. has to be there. Yeah, look, because if you can't take it from the comics, you certainly can't take it from the fucking audience. No, I, that's the audience why I, is going to be comics I hang with. Yeah, or terrorists, te- nonstop verbal terrorists, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Or yeah, psychological terrorists. They're yeah. going to fucking break you down and hurt yeah. you. But 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 it, I don't know. You you get this hardened shell from it, and I, I don't know. Like it, it's funny because I was I was I was with my father and my brother recently. And when you're with comics so much, I think you just have oh, a, yeah. just a, I don't know, like a comedic IQ. You you start striking. Yes. And they were laughing and laughing. They're like, you never laugh at our stuff. I'm like, guys, 
Do you know yeah. like who I hang out with on a nightly basis? Like none of this is your civilians. Yes, and I'm hanging out with the biggest psychopaths cute. in comedy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I it made me kind of feel bad, but at the same time, it's like yeah, you forget what I do for a living. It's like there's yeah. no way I'm going to laugh at any of this shit. No. Yeah. Although I do laugh at my brothers and sisters, they're yeah. kind of fucked up. Yeah, but they're crazy. Like the com, like that kind of hazing. That's how we grew up. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we we do torment one another and yeah. f- you know pick on each other that kind of shit. Like n- t- I remember we were doing it to my nieces and nephews, and one of my nieces got really upset. And yeah, she was, and she was like, "They're just so mean," and I was like, "Yeah, no shit." <laughs> yes. Welcome to the family. Yeah, <laughs> they're part of us. She's like, "I don't like it." I'm like, "Oh, I'm sorry about that, buddy." But uh, but the, yeah, the, the young ones are. It's yeah. just a different. We don't talk to each other like that. We respect. I remember I what do. there was. There was people <laughs> who would come around here in the like the mid aughts that just didn't belong, and it would like people would look at me like, "All right, get them out of here." Right, and then it would just be I would spend you know a week tormenting them until they eventually flipped out. <laughs> like that guy who we got, started calling Teabag for no oh, reason. Yes, yes, yes. This dude, his name was Dusty, I think. And yeah. He was super annoying, and I guess he hung out here in the late 90s, and he did the worst John Caparillo impression I've ever heard, where you're just like, I mean... By the way, no one's asking for that. No, no, one, no, no. no one. one person. Yeah. He, he would like try and do it to Caparillo, and Caparillo would just get so uncomfortable, but he just couldn't be mean to him, I guess. Yeah. He'd be like, oh, man, I hate that guy. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, yeah, he's really annoying. And be like, I just wish he'd go away. I'm like, all right. That's all you had to say. Now you know how we feel. We'll make it go away. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I would just, this guy would come up and he start doing it. I'd be like, "Teabag, why, why did you start doing that?" And he's like, "Would you call me?" I'm like, "Teabag." <laughs> he's like, "Why'd you call me Teabag?" Uh, we all like, do. Like, yeah, it's your nickname. I asked someone who you were, and they said that's Teabag. And I, he's like, "No one calls me Teabag." I've been told that people have been calling you Teabag for years. And he got all mad and flustered and left. And so. This guy, Mark Hatchell, I don't know if you remember Hatchell, but me and Hatchell so were hanging cute. out. And uh, he's like, man, that, that teabag guy is annoying. I'm like, yeah. A couple nights later, he shows up, and I'm like, teabag, you're back, man. He's like, i got to talk to you, man. I'm like, yeah, what's up? And he's like, don't call me teabag. No one calls me teabag. I go, look, I'm, you know, don't shoot the messenger, man. Yeah. I'm just letting you know. We're all calling you teabag. Your name is teabag. That's yeah. what I think Caparillo said. started it. Yeah. That's weird. Started on the hard drive. He's like, he looks like he's about ready to start crying. He's like, no one calls me that. I don't even know what that means. I go, I, I don't know what it means either. I was just told that's what your name is. That's all this is. I, I won't call you that. I, that's just what I was, I was told is what your nickname is yeah. here. And he's like, my name's not teabag. Or I go, hey man, fair enough. Hatchel <laughs> walks around the corner. And he goes, hey teabag's here. And he goes. What's wrong with you guys, man? There's something wrong with you guys. Stormed off. Never saw Teabag again. It was just one of those moments you're like, That's how you get rid of Teabag. We handle Teabag. Yeah. Yeah. I got uh, to go upstairs. Are they calling you? Yes. All right. Well, do you have anything to plug? Anything? You have so many great things. I want people to see the documentary. Amazing Jonathan documentary. It's on YouTube. Always amazing. It's free. And then I just wrote and directed a feature film called The Opening Act that's going to come out in 2020 about a kid's very first time ever on the road. Um... So it takes place over four days. The first half of the film is all the romanticism, optimism, and partying of like hanging out with the feature act. And the back half of the film is all the reality, sobriety, and isolation of him warming up to this road-weary veteran. Wow. Um, so it's, it's, I, I think it's the most realistic take of like what it's truly like to not only be a comic, but also be on the road. And you're exposed to all three echelons, MC, feature, and headliner yeah. in the film. So it's... Uh, it's going to be uh, a lot of fun when that comes out. I'm yeah, excited for people it. are raving about that. People I hope are so. Talking. We'll see. Yeah, you never know. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, I'm excited. Yeah. That's a big deal. That's cool. That's a good. You're wearing a lot of hats in that. Yeah, yeah. Writing, directing. It was. It was definitely the most intense thing I've ever done. It's very scary, but it's. It was a lot of fun, and uh, you know, I was when when Vince Vaughn he produced it when he said, "What do you want to do in this? Do you want to be in it? Do you want to do this?" I said, "No." Nah. I, there's, I'm too old to be the MC and feature. I'm too young to be an established headliner. Um, right. Like, like aesthetically, vetri- you want to like see the, something. Yeah. yeah. So I said, no, nah, I'm, I'm just happy it's being made. He's like, well, why don't you direct it? You're, you know, you know the story you, so much. You well. your vision, it. yeah. I was like, okay. And fuck. I mean, it's one thing to write a thing. It's another thing to, it was just, it was so overwhelming, but it was such a wonderful experience. And I got to work with so many great, great folks. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited for it to come out. I hope, I hope. 
people. And it's 2020, and they can yeah. find that like on your website, stuff like that. When it yeah, comes I'll out, start, yeah, I'll start. Yeah, we just had a buyer screening a week ago, so we'll find out in the next probably two months oh, where it's going to end up. So I'm nice. so excited Congrats, for you. Yeah, that's that's cool. Cool. Thank you guys. Yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me, by the way. Appreciate no, it. No, thank yeah. you for doing it. Great to get to spend time with you guys. Yeah, see, we hang out in the basement. That's Rick and I's thing. Yeah, I'm gonna go up and cry. Trolls of the comedy store. Go up and kill it. We're all gonna go up and see what. Kind of tale Mike Young has pulled in tonight for okay. his seventy fifth uh, birthday. This- <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be the hottest fucking girl too. Always. I hate him. God, Always. he's so annoying. He's so cute. And he's though. not gonna call him back. It's like, what are <gasps> you doing? Uh, there's another one showing up. Who gets in 10 yeah. minutes, that man? much? Who gets that much tail in a Corolla? You know, like, it's all Leonardo DiCaprio's spillover. Of course, That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. we <laughs> him and Conley and all yes. those. They didn't fit in the yeah. in the uh, mansion, so they're like, yeah. hey, Mike, these girls are extra. Can <laughs> the, you do something with the, them? The yeah. chicks Toby Maguire didn't murder. He's got to be a murderer, right? He seems too nice. He looks like a, yeah. yeah. He's got something weird going on. He's got on. some Aaron Hernandez in him. A, li- a little bit. Yeah. Back to Aaron. That's a full circle, guys. That's call called back, a callback, call and we're all happy about it. Well, I right. love you guys. Love you. Thanks, You're man. amazing. You. Steve Byrne, guys, go to his uh, social media. It's just Steve Byrne. Steve Byrne Live, yeah. Steve Byrne Live. There you go. Go to his social media. Check out his stuff. Check out the amazing Jonathan. It really is excellent. And then also the Rick. Are you all right? His movie that's called. What's the name of the movie again? Uh, the opening act. The opening act, right? Yeah. So, and then Rick, do you have anything to plug? Aside um, from that fucking smile. I'll I'll be uh, at the comedy store tonight if you can. When this has come out, <laughs> I'm up in five minutes. So <laughs> if you want to see me, definitely be here in five He's minutes. He's up yeah. in five minutes. Always go to the Comedy Store website to check out. Go for it. Yes, that's Steve Byrne, guys. Thanks, Steve. Uh, thank you. The Comedy Store website. Come see a show. Do whatever. My website is down, Rick. Is that I right? fucked up. I've I never up. had a website. Should I, I get one? Yeah, do you I think this know. is the year? They told me to do uh, a new one, get rid of this one, okay? because it's too uh, tech-savvy. I think what I told you was... Ah, Hi, Brett! (laughs) That you don't need a website. He told me I don't need a website. All of your stuff on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, and you don't even need a website. That's why I never had one, because I had a feeling you would tell her that. I'm going to tell you this. What I said to him was... Once again, Rick Ingram... Correct. Correct. If if I put what I said to him was if I put the dates, then people could just go there and find the link for the tickets. That's the only thing I mm-hmm. like about my website. Yeah. Otherwise, I don't know. So I'm fucked. I don't have a website right now, but I will put dates up um, uh, on you, my social media. Would you just would, um, when you get a new website, will you just start posting my shows? Yeah, I'm gonna make you one too. Thank you. We'll see what happens. Josh, you have anything to plug? We just wanted to hold that for a minute. Thanks, guys. Oh, Josh is on there. Hey, uh, don't forget to check out Civilianization Military Podcast for veterans. We've got Drew Carey coming on and uh, Brad Williams. There you go. And you're still touring comedians. Legendary short person slash raper. No. <laughs> Jesus, Rick. I just saw something on Twitter. It's more of a high five rape. Oh, it's, that's it's true. more of a joke. He yeah. his was a joke. He he made a joke, a bad joke, and I just saw people took it comment about it, and they were like, "Yeah, he had to apologize." I'm like, he lied about it. It's so funny because if you watch it, you see him. He's standing in the chair. He's trying to come up with a cool story, bro. Right, and he says this thing, and then afterwards, they're like, "Hey, that's kind of rave." <laughs> this is the old this this is the old Mencia, old switcheroo. Something yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, but you can, if great you dude. watch him, I don't tell care what it, anyone says. He's a great guy. Which one, Brad or? Yeah, Brad. Oh, I agree. Yeah. I love Brad. And he just had a baby. So yeah. leave him alone. Leave him the fuck alone. His yeah. life isn't hard enough. Leave him alone. You know what's funny is <gasps> after, after he had the baby, so then uh, the nurses came in, switched the baby out with another baby. Wait a second. <laughs> a taller one? The old switcheroo. The old Damn. switcheroo. It's an Asian, ba- it's an Asian dwarf baby. Before. Is his baby uh, a yes. dwarf? Yes. It is? Yes. Is it Asian? Yes. Wow, best well, of both worlds. Yeah, so we'll have a TV show next week. Pretty cool. See what happens. Yeah. <laughs> all right. God bless you, Brad. You guys are great. Um, high five rapes all around. Thank you.